How's it going, people? Welcome to the Junkland Podcast for another week. And before we hit the music and get the show going, I just want to make a quick announcement. Uh, we recorded the show earlier this week on a Tuesday as opposed to a Wednesday. And we spoke a little bit about the, well, a little bit, we spoke for an hour straight about the European Super League and the damage that it's doing to football. We had some opinions. Uh, we went back and forth, had a bit of a debate on the subject. And we spoke about what we think might happen and um, sort of the ramifications of the amount of greed at hand and uh, what, what happens when owners just 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 do this sort of stuff without consulting fans in any way shape or form um we had a good chat about it and then the second we stopped recording news came through that team started dropping like flies and 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 leaving the competition now it's looking like the future of the competition is just absolutely just dead in the water um i thought we had at least a week of of good conversation about the european super league before it actually caved in Uh, we sort of got to the end of the episode and we all we all said like we you know we don't think it's going to go ahead. We don't think it's going to happen. And we just didn't expect to get an instant result like the second we stopped recording. So almost the moment we stopped recording, what we had to say was out of date. But having said that, it's still a good conversation and it's still one to listen to. So make sure you check that out. And also from the time of recording the episode to now... Um, the verdict was in on the Derek Chauvin George Floyd case, and Derek Chauvin got uh, got given basically the guilty verdict on all three counts. So uh, that's big news. We didn't talk about that. So if you're wondering why uh, we didn't cover cover that in the episode, it's because um, it happened between recording and releasing. So yeah, the problems with not doing a live podcast and just sort of uh, record pre-recording it and then releasing it a day later, stuff like that happens. Hey ho! But anyway. We're going to cue the music and get on with the episode. It's a good one. We talk about caterpillar cakes. That's exciting. Caterpillar cakes. Cue the music. Junkland podcast. Welcome back to the Junkland Podcast. My name's Sean, and over there in the corner, sporting an Inter Milan shirt, is Anthony Waldron. And in the other corner, we've got Martin Love sporting the black trackies and the black hoodie. I'm wearing yellow. Because Hello. I like a fight there, Sean. I know. We're going to talk about some boxing. And in the blue and... It'll be a shit fight, because we're both in similar colours. <laughs> minus a few blue stripes. <laughs> we don't... They, they don't announce the corner based on what you wear, no, do you? No, but... It's in the blue and the red corner. Alright, I've got up here. Make sure make sure your banter's are on point and they don't be coming in with that half assed uh, inaccuracy. Yeah, bullshit. That bullshit. <laughs> a lot's happened this week. It's been kicking off. I'd Caterpillar v Caterpillar, Marks and Spencer v Alder, um, Joshua and Tyson Fury's coming up. Um the biggest boxer in the world right now is a YouTuber named Jake Paul. Arguably the most famous boxing like the boxing the most famous boxing match of the past few months since i don't know deontay wilder and tyson fury maybe or am i out of line saying that Antner, you're the boxing guy around here it's probably right yeah in terms yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a lot of the external sort of boxing fans ain't you i'll tune in for that one i just said something about boxing and i was right <laughs> <laughs> uh we've got oh of course the super league which is going to be the title of today's episode um if you're not into football um, don't worry, just check the show notes on the app that you're listening to and I'll time stamp all the conversation so you can skip past it. Uh, just just go to the the, the funny shit. Uh, but we are three funny guys and it's it's always funny, so stick with it. Uh, let's start with Caterpillar on Caterpillar, mono e mono. 100 legs v 100 legs. No, not 100 legs of the Caterpillars. That's a, that's a centipede. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. 100. 
Alda have got their own caterpillar cake. Marks and Spencer's have got their own caterpillar cake. Every single supermarket that I can think of has their own caterpillar cake. Yeah, I thought Tesco was the originator of it. I thought it was Morrison's. That's just because we, my mum used to shop at Morrison's when I was a yeah. kid. And what fucks me off is like, they've just picked an Aldi because it's very similar to their caterpillar cake. It's very similar. So it's like, oh, this one looks a bit too much like ours. So we're going to start sending shots. It's like a long chocolate log. Like, how can you distinguish it that much? I know. Serious. <laughs> and I think it's just like the face and the feet are designed very similar. Similarly? I can't pronounce that word. It's similar. similar. So now they're taking shots at Aldi. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're, we're taking you to court over this. So Aldi are popping shots back on on in, on Twitter. Oh, they've, they've, had it, they've had it down to a T yeah, as well. Like Marks mm. and Snitches more like... <laughs> Who's a, a picture of a... Uh, the, I'll say like the lawyer you know something about the court case and go what cake can I have a picture of Bruce Bogtrotter yeah, <laughs> covered in there they've had um, I've seen pictures of like uh, you know like the, the courtroom drawings like the sketch artist and <laughs> yeah. like courtroom drawings just the cat filler on the stands <laughs> but I don't get it like you do Max and Spencer's think they are just like going for Aldi over this he's <laughs> trying to pick on a logger surely it's not a, a court case they can they can win no like I, the, the mad thing is like I said you thought it was Morrison's that started it first I thought it was Tesco I always thought that the caterpillar cake when people used to go get a birthday caterpillar cake it was Tesco that everybody went to get one from yeah. I, I didn't even know that Marks and Spencer's had one. I didn't. I didn't know how they had one. Well, we, just... we wouldn't know Marks and Spencer had one because we're council estate as fuck. We're working class. <laughs> like working class people don't shop at Marks and Spencer's. You know, it's just it's just not a thing. But I just the fucking all, the audacity, mate, the gall, the gumption. Like who the fuck do they think? Yeah, yeah, we're coming to you. We we'll take you to court. And um, Alda have tweeted out something today, basically saying, "Let's just put everything aside." And let's just, um, we're going to bring out a limited edition cake and let's send all the profits to a cancer charity. Macmillan. Yeah, I think half to their charity, Max Spencer's half to the other charity, yeah. kind of. Which people are on Instagram going, oh, this sounds great. You know, this is a, this is a classy move by Alda. But I see through that shit, me. I think they're using a cancer charity as a way to get out of a law case because they know Marks and Spencer's aren't going to go, nope. nah, fuck those charities. We're going to court for millions. So rather now than donate a small amount to charity, it's like, we could donate a small amount to charity and write the tax off, or we're going to end up in a court battle with Marks and Spencer's and potentially lose millions. So they've gone for the charity option, and they basically use these to sort of like leverage the public's like per- perception of Alder. Well, I think they fucked it a little bit by doing. Yeah, it. a lot of that, a lot of that's happening at the minute in everything. Like, uh, I mean, some of the topics that we're going to talk about today, that I think there's loads, loads of that kind of uh, what would you call it? Leverage, the leverage that people get from. Th- utilizing uh, a charity or uh, a platform that they can speak on in order to get an edge so rather than saying that they're doing it for the right reason which is a charity oh yeah no Stephanie McMahon who um, if you're not familiar with wrestling Vince McMahon's daughter she tweeted out uh, I can't fucking pronounce picking up all the words I can't I can't pronounce it anyway you know charitable organizations and doing charitable things is now the new sort of like marketing platform it's how you market your business and it's like isn't that something business people so usually keep to themselves? <laughs> it's like basically saying, we, we just donate to charity. It makes our business look better and therefore we'll make more money in the long run. Also, uh, I think you only have to give 20% of the money that you've earned from charity to the charity. You can keep the rest. And okay. then there's obviously all the middlemen who make money off it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all these charity owners are all yeah. driving and fucking Lambos and shit. Because the, pe- the charities that actually doing it for charity, they'll say 100% of what we, we make for the charity will go to the charity. Yeah. That means they're not 
going to stick with that 20% rule. But most people like, I'll do it, as I said, we're going to do this for charity. Nowhere in their slogan will, will they say or state that all of the proceeds is going to go to the charity yeah. because they know that it's, it's a way to, it's a way to like, um, it's a loophole kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's it's a way to like, it's like claiming tax back. Like it's, it's a way to just do something. It builds your profile up yeah. uh, for, for a good cause, but also they get paid for it as well off the back of it. So like loads of companies do it, loads. Um, but yeah, there's only a handful that will say all the proceeds go to the charity. That means that they've wavered the right for that 20%. Do you know what I mean? Right, okay. Yeah. See, fucking, and also it's all like tax deductible as well. Yeah. Well, it, it's mad because when I heard that, it made me realise that, um, that, what is it, children in need? No, no wonder they're still starving. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if, if the company's if the company's making twenty percent and that all proceeds are going to that, like you said, people need paying. Like I know that people say the celebrities do it for nothing, but I don't believe that. Nah. Really. I don't believe that. I believe nah, that. Yeah. Like, they're, why why do they need to have the photos taken all the time when they're doing it? Exactly. I mean, like one of one of my favorite films, Beverly Hills Cop, mate. Like if you he, in one of the scenes, he he donates money. <laughs> He's robbed from somebody. He don't donates money to a charity and then says, "Use my alias." And just says Sidney Bernstein, just a random name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if you're actually doing it for the charity, you don't want you don't want the plaudits for it, do you? Mm, if you're doing no. something to be nice, you're not you're not doing it so you get recognition off the back of it, are you? No. And and a lot of these companies do it and then say, We're doing this for this cause. Um, which is which is a piss take. Yeah. <laughs> Proper piss take. Yeah, it is, absolutely. It's like I think the story of George Michael, who gave like a mad amount, wasn't it, to uh some charity. And he was like adamant. He's like, I don't want any recognition for it. But anyway, and someone ended up dropping his name. And I think Rio Ferdinand's done that as well, where he's give like a shitload of money. He's like, stand on this list. Like, I don't want like yeah. any recognition. Mm. Just do it for the cause. Yeah. Like me, I gave five pounds cash to a homeless person once, and I don't want any recognition for that. I don't want anyone to know that. No joke. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Announce it now. You know, if uh, anybody wants to reimburse me at five pounds. Nah. Um, yeah. A lot of people do. It's like the whole. Um, What's he called? The guy that did the fucking Christmas song that we have to listen to every single year. <laughs> Which one? Cliff Richard? Um, no, the the guy that does a Band-Aid. What's he called? Oh, Bono. No, not Bono. <laughs> no, the, the guy that set the Bob Geld off. Feed out, the yeah. World. Yeah, Feed the World. Like The guy's made so much money off that track. He's like, yeah, big charity guy. Big charity guy. But we did a fucking music video with him in it, like with all the stars and stuff like that. Guy made a name off himself on that. Yeah. He's going to claim it's all about the charity. Hmm, okay. I assume he made absolutely no money off it then. <laughs> anyway. Mate, he's still coining enough money <laughs> off it now. Every single year. Then he did about 10 versions afterwards that were nowhere near as successful, like one with Dizzy Rascal on it and shit. Seriously, Dizzy Rascal sprays some bars for a Christmas. <laughs> it got worse and worse. Like people from Steps like were in it and shit. It's like, how's it gone to this? Yeah, well, all, all, the, all the big stars have done it now. Yeah, yeah. just don't need that. <laughs> the, the American one, the... Um, we are the world, like Michael Jackson and uh, absolutely fuming Lionel Richie. Like Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson put this together. Like arguably two of the most talented musicians. Like to and ever then you've live. got fucking... and you got these like randomers. Like you're like Cindy Lauper. You see Michael Jackson. Cindy Lauper. Like, well, if you got to follow Michael Jackson, like verse for verse on the song, you're gonna like a muppet. Yeah. So Michael's doing his bit there. Just absolutely nails his vocal as per flawless. And it just cuts some muppet. Yeah, Cindy Lauper going. Just wanna. And like you see Michael's face like look over it like oh my god can we edit this bitch out? Do, do you know what just touching on that you know like um remember christmas number one how big that used to be mm, yeah that was mental that like people would use the graph to get a christmas number one song out wouldn't they yeah and then and then 
as in the early days, in the seventies or whatever, it was about Christmas. Yeah, like, do you yeah. know what I mean. Hey, it's yeah. Christmas. They'd shout something in the song, and then it got to seventeen singing "Stay Now," and it had nothing to do with Christmas. It was just, just happened to have been a number one, <laughs> and, just, and it was snowing in the video. Yeah, they just wore hoodies. It was snowing in the video. So it was a Christmas number one and it come, it become number one at Christmas. Like it just fully flipped until Bublé came back. Bublé, <laughs> mate, the guy owned it, didn't he? He owned Christmas, mate. <laughs> you know what makes I felt these like Christmas songs? Like you listen to the lyrics of Stay Now and like if you read the lyrics out, like why is it so like I touch your face while you were sleeping? What the fuck's that? That's not romantic. That's, <laughs> pe- freaky, that's that. pedo shit. Yeah, imagine, like, you imagine a girl woke up and you're just, like touching the face like shh, 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 yeah, Christmas, Christmas jams, Christmas jams, and always the lyric like the, the original Christmas songs are always like it's that special time of the year full of cheer. Like you can come write on, a Christmas come song. Come on, yeah. <laughs> well the snow is falling down. It was only a, like Tom. No, I don't think Tom Jones wrote the song, but whoever wrote "Fucking Baby, It's Cold Outside." Oh, that's a banger. That's an absolute like. What's your favorite Christmas song? Probably Tom Jones's "It's Cold Outside." It's just disgusting. Isn't it? Like, yeah. it's disgusting. I need you tonight, baby. It's cold. I think, I think mine is that that um, coming home for Christmas. Yes, that's a good tune. Yeah. Chris Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that's the best one it make, makes it makes it feel like it's christmas yeah. especially yeah, when you're actually driving home from work as well yeah. or something and it's you, you sing it yeah you start tapping and singing to it and this and is me this <laughs> and then every time that song comes on she goes i love this song it just makes me think of like a man who's just like driving dead far to get over christmas the specific content of this song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he wanted yeah. you to think like really wow no one else really put that two and two together there but genius like, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell it's april and we're talking about christmas songs let's talk about boxing again uh, so we sang about Jake Ball knocked out. What's his face? Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Yeah. How did it happen? Maybe you've seen Ben Askren's face when he got knocked out and he's walking him and his wife. Yeah. Yeah, quitting like that yeah. was kind of. Either he's really, really poor at boxing or well, it, he just took a dive. Is he UFC fighter, MMA fighter, right? And he's had what forty odd fights in his career, uh, fought for titles, the lot. And um, there's one fight, I think you'll see it on on social media and stuff, where he fights against, I think it's um, Silver, and he, he gets picked up in the air, dropped on his head, clean on his head. He flips round, gets beat, get beaten, like, so he's getting hit in the face, hit in the face, hit in the face, flips it and ends up winning the fight, ends up winning the fight. So that was a couple, like, about eight years ago. Mm. So he, he did that. So he can take a shot, and then the way he takes that shot, and goes down, it made everybody start to think as he took a dive. And then if you look at his weight, the weight class that he was in when he was in MMA, he was lean. Mm. Um, I think he was like middleweight, flyweight or something like that. And then he's fight. he looked podger. Yeah. But he, like he couldn't be asked. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like like Anthony said, like to go for that fight and take a payday on that, like I don't, don't need to fight again after that, after taking a, like, why is he asked? It's crazy how these YouTuber boxing fights, like these, these matches, are like the, the top grossing fucking box, boxing matches as like your Snoop Dogg commentating. What the fuck is it? It's like, give my money. <laughs> give my money. Yay. Like celebrating. Like it's not speaking about the box, but celebrating the fact that he's won a bet. Yeah. Like, it's like commentary 101 that you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do like, imagine fucking, imagine watching any football match and uh, Gary Neville Aguero goes, give him my money. And, so, and he's like, Paddy Power. Yeah. <laughs> 200 quid on this. <laughs> Imagine you feel, why did why why should I care about this one person's personal gain? Like but Mate, that just was, shows he, he was, it's not he was, taken serious. Yeah, he was screaming about he, he's put a million on it and he's making two mil. <laughs> if he wins, Snoop got two mil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do think it's mad. 
but like I think that's that's the way the world's going. You you look at like th- these YouTubers are big. They're mm, big, crazy, yeah, big. So uh, if if they if they set up a boxing match, you're gonna generate more revenue from that than you are Dillian White fighting Chisora. Yeah, you are. And then more more importantly, have you seen have you seen the football games and the stuff that they play online? Mate, the E the E Premier League. Well, the esports. Yeah. yeah. Mate, you, got, you got kids winning tournaments and millions. 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 And you're getting millions of people watch it. Yeah. Like you know Overwatch I mean? tournaments and shit like that. Like kids playing first person shooters and absolutely smashing it. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. The thing is with that esports, I was like, you can only be that good at it for so long because once you get to a certain age, your your reaction speed isn't as good. Yeah. So like I think about twenty two is about the oldest you can really play and be that competitive. Yeah. Which makes you think, fucking like shit. That yeah. like, there's no. But the chance. thing is, by that point, they've made enough money to yeah. just do. Like, they'll, they'll just they'll just do what KSI did. KSI started off doing that gaming on, filming himself on YouTube gaming, and he's, then he's, he's he's evolved from that now. He just does everything. Yeah, it's a weird one. I was watching a, a documentary on Netflix about Rubik's cube, like you know, to kids who like compete for like world records on Rubik's cube shit, and it's just like. These kids like famous amongst that community, like they'll they'll do the cube thing and there'll be thousands of people turn up to watch it. But it's like there's no money to be made in it. And it's just like then after that they go, Yeah, they've been famous, famous Rubik's Cube players on YouTube, whatever. And it's just like right now go go college and get a normal job because they spinning a Rubik's Cube for sixty seconds. <laughs> Not even six like seven seconds, like the world record or some shit. Like just doing a Rubik's Cube in seven seconds isn't gonna pay the bills. It's mad. So now I'm gonna do something proper. He's got he's called out um Jake Paul's called out uh, Tommy, Tommy Fury. Fury now, aren't they? Yeah. I thought yeah. Tommy Fury called out Jake Paul. I think it was a few... It, they've been, been going back and forth for a bit, yeah. But um, but it, it, he's saying that Tom, Tommy Fury is not great, that he's going to smash his head. If I was Tommy Fury, I'd take it. I'd probably be his biggest payday, I'd which t- is I'd take sad. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a boxing so fan. But that's... But that, that's well, that's sport now, mate. Like, it's... You're getting YouTube... People that aren't, aren't professional within that within that game. Are making big, are making big though more money than an actual mm. boxer. Would, like, would Jake Paul versus um, Conor McGregor make more money than Tyson Fury and um, Joshua? Joshua? Probably. <laughs> it's one of those. Is it something that's going to be spoken about though? Like afterwards, is it is it one for the record books? Is it one people are going to look back at? Are you going to be able to monetize it going forward? Are people going to buy the signed gloves of it? You know, it's. Uh, you look at just any Mike Tyson fight, Mike Tyson, I've just because I said it today, Buster Douglas, for instance, big iconic fight that people talk about for years, do documentaries on. Is it ever going to be that? No. No, it's just going to make a payday there and then. So it's, I suppose it depends on what kind of payday you're looking for. But I don't think there's much integrity left in sport anymore. I don't think there's anyone at the top who gives a shit about, no, 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 we've got to do it properly. You know, we've got to have real title fights with real champions, but it's just like, why the fuck would we want you to get some YouTuber to do it instead? Yeah. Uh, more importantly, like with Fury and, and Joshua, they're talking about waiting for the fans to come back, but mate, they're going to do it in Dubai. Mm. <laughs> they're not doing it in the UK. They're both British boxers. Mm-hmm. Should be in Wembley Stadium. That's where it should be. Yeah. Well, this talks you... of Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Um, that's that's like the, the, the location they're looking to do at. And I spoke to you on WhatsApp about this today, haven't it? And here's what's fucked like. Like you say there, two two the the main British heavyweight boxers should be at Wembley Stadium. So, you know, dads who live in the same area as Joshua, as, as Auntie Joshua, can take the kids and go, see this guy, he grew up around the corner from us and you can be that. Take him to Wembley Stadium, take the kids or just go with the friends, whatever. 
just just pack the stadium out with people who can relate to the two boxes but instead they're taking it to Saudi Arabia and here's what fucks me up right here's where when sport talks about stamping out things like racism uh, homophobia you name it it just goes short they don't give two fucks like no. they wanted to put they wanted to host the World Cup in Qatar and basically told gay people if you're gay don't be fucking gay don't, be, don't yeah. be gay yeah if you're gay yeah. Just don't, if, you, if you're gay don't act gay yeah. why because you, you might you're not get thrown to. in jail or someone might hurt you. But they're happy to host a World Cup there. And then you've got Saudi Arabia, a, a country where it's not illegal to be gay, but it's not socially acceptable. And women have to cover up. So the WWE hosted a wrestling event there, and all the female wrestlers had to cover up head to toe in the, in the matches because they couldn't show women's flesh. Um, they broadcast, uh, this is this is a different country, it was Iranian TV. Mm-hmm. Um, every time the Lions woman popped up on the screen, they cut away. Yeah, it was like it over over yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. times. I mean, obviously, I mean they're not hosting any fucking big events there, but it's it's just all this money grab. Like they don't give two shits about like t- about scenarios where people feel marginalised. Like, no. yeah, 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 we all let's let's stamp out racism, let's do this, let's do that. But at the same time, let's just have a big fucking event over over there. Yeah, that's especially when Eddie Earns going on about women boxing, and it's the best and the biggest it's ever been now because you've got. Um, Savannah Marshall, you got um, Courtney. Oh, she called you forty the other day. Court, uh, Shannon Courtney, you've got um, the Irish girl Katie Taylor. Like three of the biggest names, world like world champions. You know they're on the map. They're pushing in. Like, say, are they going to be able to fight over there? Because they're not going to be able to fight fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't you can't promote it over there and go like, yeah, but you know, scrap that. I mean, this is going to be the biggest in recent boxing history. But you know, push that to the side for now and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't fight on this one to wait for Chisora and whoever he's gonna fight next. Yeah. And it's worth it's worth mentioning as well, again, going back to the same um Buster Douglas, uh, Tyson, the Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah, these were hosted in countries outside of the States, but at the time America had heavyweight mm. boxers, such high quality all over the place, like Holyfield, you name it, and like so there was always a fight in Vegas. There was always a fight in you know, in Madison Square Garden. It was just every now and again there was one hosted elsewhere to sort of like bring in um, money and attention from outside outside the states. So the fact that the, the thinking about hosting the fight there is just that's just disgraceful. It just goes to show like what sports is right now. Yeah. So in in the same week we've got Jake Paul, probably the most famous boxer on the planet at this moment in time until the next fight comes around. People talking about the Joshua again. We've got Super League gets announced. How many teams? 18 teams? 18 oh, teams. It, six from the Premier League? 12. 12, 12, 12 teams. 12, 12 teams. Six of those are from the Premier League. To go into a league where there's no promotion, there's no relegation, it's just everybody plays and everybody just gets paid. You agree, you he was looking forward to it when we spoke last time face to face. You're sort of against it, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm completely against it, which when we last spoke, I honestly didn't think it was like there was rumors it was going to get announced, and I was like, you know, I was kind of being a bit flippant about it. And then it got announced. UEFA fought back, which they should rightly do. And now it's looking like every team that joins it are going to be kicked from the domestic league. And I couldn't be more against it. What do you think? Um, well, I said I said to you the other day, didn't I? Like when I was a kid, I used to chat to my mates about imagine if there was a league. Just like this European Super League, where all the best teams from all each country are all in it and and they play and that's like the, the I didn't call it the Super League, but I was like that's the Champions League. 
Do you know what I mean? Because the Champions League is a farce. That that is uh, uh, what's for me. What's getting missed is that people are forgetting that the Champions League is trying to turn into a league. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do exactly the same. So you play, and this is why part of the reason why these big clubs are trying to step out because you've got the Champions League now saying we're, we're already saying that these our clubs that we support are playing too many matches well the clubs say that we don't because we watch, watch and play all the time so you've got a Champions League where you play six group games then you, you qualify through the group if you finish in the top two and then you'll play uh, knockout then but it's two legs so you'll do I don't know was it last 16 yeah last 16 last eight and that's what you do so that Include especially in England, including the domestic games, is too many games for, and then your internationals. It's too many games for players to play to get tired. The standard isn't great. So what the Champions League has gone? I'll tell you what we'll do, we'll change it then, and we'll make them play ten games, and we're going to have two two divisions. So it's going to be pretty much like East and West Conference, right? So the Champions League's looking at now, um, and it's mad because this this Super League come out straight, that got released first. But behind the scenes, the Champions League, there was talking about restructuring the Champions League and these Premier League teams have gone and and other teams that are going for the Super League have gone, fuck that. Because it's two divisions. They're looking at two pots. So you've got 12 clubs in one. 12, well, it's 32 in it in total what the Champions League are looking at doing from now going forward. So 32 teams. So what, however many it is in one group. 16. Uh, yeah, 16, 16. The top seven in each, in each thing. So them 16 teams play each other. Um, once so they play 16 games and then the top seven clubs or the top eight clubs in each group then go into the knockout stages so that's a lot of games that's that's the MLS that's what that is and that's what the Champions League are trying to create so not I don't only think this is the reason why they want to do the Super League this European Super League but that plays a factor to it because your the you, UEFA have got a hold over that so they're saying that's what we're going to transition it to what for me why has the Champions League changed from being... Do you remember when it was the Cup Winners' Cup? You win an FA Cup, you win a League Cup, and then you play to win the Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. That was a top cup, but they changed yeah. it to the Europa League or the UEFA Cup, then Europa League. The Champions League should be the champions of each league play in the Champions League. But because there's not that many leagues and it wouldn't last that long, they tried to beef it up a bit. Everybody moans about the Champions League and say that it's boring. The group stages are boring. Europa League, the group stages are boring. Everybody waits until it gets to the knockout phases. So these big, massive clubs, the teams that meet us free support, have gone, yeah, it is a bit crap. Let's break away and go into this Super League. But they, they didn't want to break away, fully break away. They wanted to play in the Super League as a promotion. I from, don't think it's the, the clubs. That, I don't think it's the clubs that have decided that. I think it's just whoever the the founding body is, whoever the financial deciders are of this, have basically put the offer on the table. I think the, the Real Madrid guy was it. the main man. It, it's it's him, and Mal, it's him and Malcolm Glacier, and it, the, the the Real Madrid guy is basically said uh, it's an attempt to save football because young people don't watch football anymore. That's his reason. He's come out and said that none of the clubs that are involved have made a statement to like no. speak about it positive, positively to the fans because they all know they're doing the fans dirty. I don't think you said if you do agree with it or not. Uh, I don't know. I'm undecided. Right. If I'm honest, I'm undecided because um, let's go. Let's go back to 1992, and every everything that we're saying or that people are saying about this European Super League, they're saying about the Premier League. Sky Sports got said, let's make a new league. And let's go. Mate, the maddest thing is, is Gary Neville and, and Jamie Carragher was talking about it on Monday Night Football last night. 
and there was there was moaning about how much of an, an outrage this is. And then Jamie Carragher talked about the Premier League doing it. Sky and the Premier League yeah. broke away and then went and, and created a Premier League. And then they went from 24 teams in Division 1 to 20 teams. So, what, four teams got kicked out, kicked out of Premier League football, or top division football, because they only wanted 20 teams in it and the Premier League. Then they started to go, right, Monday night football, Friday night football. What's the difference, in my opinion, like I'm undecided. I I'm I'm not really. I don't really know whether it'll be a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not really bothered because the Premier League. I, I was old enough to know what was going on, and I was old enough to watch people kick off about it. And people kicked off just like they're doing now. Not as much, but people kicked off. And 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 I think that what is a little bit of a cop out. What people are what people are saying. I mean, you just said it a second ago. Is there's no promotion. There's no relegation. Right. But you win a you win a title, yeah, and that's what, what, the, that's, what, what is, what, that's what that's what the pre- there's no punishment for doing shit. That's what the Premier League is though. The Premier the, the Premier League is you, there's relegation, but there's no promotion. You do you do get yeah, to get into the Champions. You're league. at the pinnacle. You're at the top. Yeah, exactly. So so if the Chinese Super League is European got all European Chinese Super League, the Euro, <laughs> if, the Euro, <laughs> if the European Super League is the it's got all the best clubs, so-called be- biggest clubs. And when I say best, I don't I don't mean best. I mean biggest clubs, biggest clubs in world football. So in terms of support, if all of them are in it, then that t- that title and that trophy is the biggest. It's, just, it's only like the NFL. It's only like basketball, the NBA. Do you know what I mean? If you ask an American, they're like, "What's the big difference?" And I know, and I know, we're not in the UK. It's not franchises. We're not franchises. That were clubs built by people working class people that have built a club for other working class people to support. But mate, I'm telling that the Premier League was the death of lower level football. The pyramid, mate, how many teams go bankrupt in, in professional football right now and amateur football? So there's one a year. There's one a year. Yeah, but can you attribute that to the Premier League? Yeah. I can, yeah, hundred percent I reckon so. Yeah, but the Premier League they don't, they don't, they don't, for clubs. How? T V rights. But for Premier League clubs, not for league, not for the championship. Yeah, but, they're, but, but then the goal to be promoted into the Premier League. Yeah. Cash injections are crazy. But and then for lower leagues like playoffs, etc., you get the TV rights from there that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally have had. To get into the Premier League. But if you're, say, Oldham, Oldham Athletic that's been in the Premier League on the very first one, and then all they've done is get relegated and now they're in administration and they could go could go out out of business. Yeah, but how would their lives be different if there wasn't a Premier League? But they probably wouldn't have fell all the way down the leagues because there was twenty four teams in the Premier League. They played in the in the first one, then they got rid of four teams, so they may have not ever got relegated from the prim- from the top league. Yeah, but the Premier League year. didn't fundamentally change football though. It's not like funda- like the fundamentals of football. They've just lumped another league on top of all the rest of them, haven't they? Well, they just turned the top league into the Premier League. What's happening with the Super League is they just basically plucked all the best teams and it's just a body of people that have just, it just looks to me like a, a hostile takeover of football because if they can get all these top teams to join an extra league and if they get kicked out of the domestic leagues and they'll go, yeah, sound whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. And then and then what what next? Like, what's to stop them from offering up? Because other clubs can get on high horse. Fans of Leicester or fans of West Ham, whatever, go, well, you know, we're the real ones. We didn't take them. It's because, well, you never got fucking offered in the first place. So then the Super League does well. What next? Why would they stop? It's obviously financially driven. It has nothing to do with is. trying to save football. I didn't it's say all it to did. With I didn't say it did. Well, that's what they're, that's what yeah, that's what that's yeah. what they're saying. What what I'm saying the, 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 and, and the, what my point is is that it could be a good thing because no, the motives absolutely stink and it's going exactly the 
the way that football has been going for years. And it's just like this is the pinnacle. It's like the fucking bad guy from what? What's the biggest? What's the, what's the biggest club competition in the world? Football club competition. What is it? Champions what? League. And why is it? Why is it that? Because the teams that win the leagues or win the top four as it is now all compete, but. If it's like, what is it? Well, how many teams did you say it was? 14, 16? No, I think it's good. You, you only play that. But it's the, like, the whole battle for the top four in the Premier League is fucking, it's as good as winning the this, league itself. This is, this is the point. And, and I think that what what a lot of, what a lot of us aren't doing is we're not, we're looking at how bad it could, how bad it is or how bad it could be, but we're not looking at the possibility of that it could be good. Because if, the reason why UEFA have just outright dismissed it is because, because the way I look at it is if that league was part of a pyramid into the Super League is you qual- you win the Premier League and you win La Liga, Italy, and then you go into the Super League. Then that, because you're saying the promotion relegation is a shit, is getting rid of that's a shit thing. And I agree. But if you look to, if you look to do that and move that in, so there's 12 teams that are always going to be, be in it, but then the rest of the clubs, I think there's another four to make 20, was it? Mm. They can go up and down promotion and relegation to get into that league. Then that's pretty much the Champions League. And then you're still fighting in the Premier League in La Liga to get into, do you know what I mean? To get into then the Super League to compete for it. I think that an element of that, that you can get relegated back into your club level because it's it'd be very similar to National League, North, South, to get into the national league, to then get into the to, to but, league two. But then, what about the smaller nations? We'll say like, how would Anderlecht get in there, or Celtic, or because obviously these are big, massive teams. But if you're getting relegated, so Arsenal will probably get relegated because they're playing shit. <laughs> so say Arsenal get relegated, and it'd be all right. Leicester go up, but then it's like Celtic will never have yeah, a but, like, or but Anderlecht the, will never have a look in. It'd just be a playoff, wouldn't there? That's what it'd be like. The, the, the team is winning and going to that. They're not going to do that. But yeah, we're debating over what it's going to be, and it's not that at all. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But for me, the way I look at it and my take on it is, is it. I believe that it could it could work if they had some form of pyramid scheme in it, so that then you could get promoted and Anderlet could go into it because you in in the National League North and South, you've got the the North of the country, the South of the country, and then you've got the National League. So if you if you win the National League North and National League South, you then go into the National League, but then they do a playoff from the other clubs within within that. So second, third, fourth and fifth, sixth or whatever. They go into a playoff and then the next, the third team is either a North or a South club goes then into the top, goes then into the National League, which then can get promoted into League Two, League One, Championship, Premier League, so that you can get in that way. There'd be a way to do it. There's a way to do everything. I don't think they will. No, but not. what but what I'm saying is, I believe that that could a summit like that could could be good and it could work. The way I, they're doing it, no, it won't be because they just want to do a standalone league. But I think having all the best teams in 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 a league competing against each other week on week, as long as they play home games at home, then I think it I think it'd be entertaining. I do. But do you not think the the nostalgia of the big games? Would just wear thin. It'd be like having Christmas every day. You'd have United playing Barcelona, then they're playing Munich, and then they're playing and like when I look at the fixtures when they first come out, the first things I look for is right when oh, Arsenal play United, when do we play Tottenham, when do we play City, when do we play Liverpool? But then it's just like, all right, we've got Madrid this week, we've got Bayern this week, we've got Barca, we've got like the the, the big games won't be as exciting and like I I I disagree. I think I think it would be. Because I think that as a as a city fan, 
or as, as a football, if if they in the League Cup, so League Cup round one, round two, three, whatever whatever round the Premier League team gets into it, they're playing Colchester. Do you watch it? Personally, I do because I like I like seeing some of the young guys. Ninety percent of the football fans that support them bigger clubs don't. They don't, and they don't go to the ground to watch it. The, the but it's a big payday the, for but the players for the, the lower club. For the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the fans of the lower club do though. It's important to them. Yeah, it is. And financially, it, it's massively important to them. Uh, yeah, in the FA Cup because they get half of the gate receipts. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. But what, sometimes a bigger club donates more of a portion of the gate yeah, receipts but, to them as well. But my, but my, what I'm saying is, is that you don't watch every every game because you don't see them subconsciously as as it being a big game or a game worth watching like most people won't watch City Burnley because they ex- they know what the the, the result's going to be so it's kind of like mm, I'll watch, I'll catch all match of the, the day the beauty of the Premier League is look at Leeds this past week they beat City mm. drew Liverpool it's like anyone like anyone can get beat on any given and, day and, and Leicester winning the league yeah. which is unreal yeah and West Ham might go into the Champions League yeah. now, I'm not saying that the beauty of that is is Thingy, and I think that you are kind of getting me a little wrong a little bit because I can I can see that there, there could be a place for a league like that as long as there's a pyramid system in place. What what I, what I think is a little bit little bit naughty is how Sky are playing it and mm. how their pundits and yeah how a bit hypocritical because it's of horrible. The Premier league. It's horrible. Well, because no, they're completely they they have a they have a a, a leg in that they have a, a horse in the race. So Sky have got a horse in the race, so they're well, sharing if, if, if them If them six clubs come out, the, come out the Premier League and go into their own league, people will cancel the Sky subscriptions, Sky Sports subscriptions, because they'll go and pay for whatever. Yeah. So whatever it's wrong in that I don't believe any news channel should ever just be completely biased, but Rupert Murdoch owns Sky and it's what he says goes. And the reason why Sky won't have a nice word to say about it is because financially they have a horse in the race. Mm. Just like a, 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 a rate of news station that has a political mm. party, Democratic or Republican. You either hate Donald Trump or you talk positive about Donald Trump. It's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, and why what you're saying now, like clear blue sky, that, that'd be great if, if, like, if you could promise us that we'd get that. Fine. But the problem is UEFA won't allow that they're the fine they don't want they don't share power nobody who has power wants to share it mm. look at as, as a perfect analogy for anybody wcw versus wwf right wwf was the vince mcmahon um back before wwf right and stop me if this analogy just goes out of control <laughs> but you had the wrestling territories right so you had the rest which was probably football before the premier league and that was east coast west coast had all different little different little wrestling promotions vince mcmahon was like fuck it i'm gonna buy them all so he buys them all up, takes all the best wrestlers, and he puts them in the WWF, and then all the wrestling territories. Most of them went, some of them like sort of came up and you know carried on going. But the ones that he bought, and then he made the WWF, and then he was number one on TV for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, some rich uh, Ted Turner, rich guy, TV mogul, goes, you know what? Fuck it, I can do that. Starts WCW, starts poaching up Vince McMahon's guys. And then before you know it, you have a competition, the two of them. And right up until sort of the end of the Attitude Era when Vince McMahon finally won and bought out WCW and flattened it. Like, that was just a battle for years and years and years. And Hulk Hogan, like, batted back- backwards and forwards. UEFA don't want that to happen. They don't mm. want to be Vince McMahon competing against WCW. Mm. They don't want this new this new system in place where they're constantly battling. Because if they do, they either have to split the money in half or risk eventually losing that battle at, like, at some point. So what have they done? They've said, if anybody gets into bed with these men, 
we're gonna. We're, I was gonna say we're gonna fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they get fucked if they was in that bed? Though? Yeah. So like, if, if any if any of you's like go into business with these guys, you fucked. And if you come back crawling hands and knees, you're starting in the fifth tier. They won't do that. They wouldn't do that. I think as well. Too big, aren't they? I think up at the death of even more clubs as well because if they get kicked out of the Premier League and the shares are within the billions that's going to get shared about, like ridiculous numbers. I mean, footballs are ridiculous numbers anyway. No, but definitely even more clubs because obviously, like say, people cancel the Sky subscriptions, they won't make as much money, there won't be as much money generated through through the Premier League and through the other leagues and then other teams will fall dead on their ass. They're saying, you know, Premier League is saying now as a threat, if you play in that league, you know, I'll just go back. So all the best players will get poached because they've got big they've got big money. I mean, yeah, football is a ridiculous moneyed sport anyway. Well, it's, it's um, just a business now, isn't it? You know, for me, I would personally, as, obviously as a fan, I would like sanctions and, and, and certain rules to get involved to stop it being so money and stop it, you know, stop people going bust and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think it'll be definitely even more clubs. I think it'll be deaf. I think the Premier League will end up going like the Scottish League where no one really give a shit because the quality is just not that and it's not what it used to be. You look at clubs who've spent irresponsibly over the past. Leeds are a perfect example. They bought a shitload of quality players because they took a gamble that we're gonna we're gonna get in the Champions League. We're gonna get that Champions League money. They didn't, so they have to sell the players and they, and they fucked it. And I'm sure they've done that twice as well. Did they not do it like in the early nineties? No, they did, they did it. They did it when they went for everything. When they bought Harry Kuehl, was that like mid yeah. mid nineties? I think like, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They went for everything. Fucked it. So when you're saying about sanctions, I can't believe how irresponsible clubs can be with a spending. But then I, I don't know. I'm not a fucking. I'm not. A, I'm not a financial expert. I have no idea how easily it is to get yourself in a shit situation where you're a club like Bolton, who once played in the Premier League, had players like JJ Kotcher playing some nice football. Fans were turning up. Life was good, and then it gets to a point where roll a dice, we might go bankrupt. It's it's, 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 some, it's most of the time it's contract. Like Sunderland's a massive one. If you ever watch a documentary on that, mm. uh, that's that gives you a massive insight into the business of a football club like forget all the like you want to watch your favorite players and and you want to see what they're like behind the scenes and that this is a club that's fucked because of an old an owner american owner um, that um that just was sat in his office in america and when the director of football said i need money to buy this player yeah there you go they didn't have anybody organizing contracts uh, there was agents putting clauses clauses in people's contracts. You remember um, what's he called? Used to play for City. Went Rodwell. From, yeah, Jack Rodwell. So Jack Rodwell went to Sunderland from City, and he had this mad clause in his contract where even if they get relegated, he's still on ninety grand a week. Michael Richards, Richards did the same. Yeah. At, at Villa, Villa well. had to ride the bench, didn't he? Because he couldn't play because they well, couldn't afford to give him his appearance. They, they could they could only pay him his wage just about. But if they got rid of that one player. The club would be in a better place, mm. and that's be and that's because of TV rights. If you when you get relegated from the Premier League, you lose. They talk about a parachute payment, but the parachute payment only supports the club for one season, so they get that parachute payment. And if they've and it's the club's fault, it is the club's fault. It's not me then going Super League versus Premier League. The the club then gets into the Premier League. They'll spend Fraud, over yeah, the yeah. odds to get the players that they need. I mean, Fulham did it. Not this time, but the time yeah. before that, hundred million on players, wages, the lot. Then they they sign these ridiculous contracts with agents, which then they get re- they get relegated. They can't get rid of the players. They can't get rid of them for the money that they want to get rid of them for. And more importantly, they've not got clauses in the contracts. So when they get relegated, the wages get halved. So all of that parachute payment then has to fix that problem. And if you stay in the championship longer than the season, 
you're fucked. Mm. And that's what's happened to many clubs, many clubs. Yeah. And that 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 plays a massive part in the death of, death of football and death of clubs. The reason why Bolton Wanderers are where they where they are now is because they went through that process. Yeah. The reason why Blackpool are in that position is because they went there. The maddest thing is it's all North Manchester-based club. But, all all play clubs from the North most of the time. But that that's... That's well, look what at Wigan. Kills it. Wigan just fell into obscurity, didn't they? Exactly. Blackburn fell into obscurity. Exactly. Well, there was a bit of controversy around the because Wigan got took over by a guy from Hong Kong, I believe. And then there was a mad bet placed where he was from that uh, they'd get relegated. Oh. And then they got investigated, got points deducted, ended up getting relegated. Yeah, they got to a um, point deduction. But, but, but I think in football, I think there's businessmen that are quality at business. But if these businessmen aren't football men and don't understand the game, mm. that's when a lot of them struggle. Mm-hmm. But th- um, that's, I think. You can be a really good businessman and run a football club. You've just got to have the right people around you. So mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, right. yeah, 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 I don't think you need. To, yeah. And and to be fair, I've spoke to a lot of chairmen in 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 a lot in, for for years, and it was mad when you was just saying before about this this super league, and it'll be there for more clubs. Now I was chatting uh, last week and and the week before to two chairmen of clubs that are in amateur football, uh, and when I say amateur football, you're looking at like just below the conference, so. Um, the the conference north, conference south, and they were saying that they've just started when when all this kicked off about the the super league, they started to then say come and watch home homegrown football, homegrown talent getting, and they believe, and this is two chairmen, not just one, they believe that it might support something like that might mm. su- might support lower league clubs because if we, us as fans are going to boycott Manchester City, Manchester United. We're gonna we love football, so we're not gonna not watch it or not go to take your kid to watch a match. Well, apparently, I've seen United tickets went through the roof yesterday. Ex- exactly, and but, that, and what? that's that's you're gonna say exactly the same thing as me, like that FC United thing. If do you remember when the Glazers took over? Mm-hmm. Well, how many people boycotted Manchester United? Wouldn't I've got a, a close friend that boycotted Manchester United? Wouldn't wear a Nike top because the kits was made by Nike. Didn't want to put any money back into the club. Three seasons that lasted. And people are back season ticket holders again. Mm. Yeah, I think and, that'll be a stint that'll that'll wear off eventually. And and the and the biggest and, and the biggest worry, uh, if 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 you're totally against the the Super League, is that that'll be exactly the same. That 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 will be exactly the same thing that happens because people are fickle. I just I, if, sorry, I go on. I was gonna say I think if you look at the in terms of business and for football fans in conjunction, I think if you look at the best um, ways of football clubs get run. Is German football. German, yeah, German football, football do it. They have a fifty the plus one rule. So any everything gets run by the um by gets run by the fans as well. So mm. the fans have a say in everything. There's tickets are like in comparison to English football are just dirt cheap. And you know, you're talking like Bayer Bay, Bay Leverkusen, it might not be the best seat, but you can get one for like 15, 20 pounds. Well, they just want the fans to be in the ground, don't they? Yeah. yeah. That entire so, fucking country runs like butter, mate. Like, yeah, Germany. it's class. Mm. Yeah. Everything about that place, mate, it's fucking streets are clean. <laughs> just everything's just affordable. Everything looks nice. You know and, what I mean? Mate, it's the just... mad thing is, is they had to go through Hitler and, <laughs> and and just all the madness to get to the point where they're at now. And if you look at the biggest <laughs> team in Germany, they're run by football people. Yeah, Rummenigge, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Beckenbauer, I think, on the board. Uh, there's one more who I can't think of at the top of my head and they're all run by X Fingers so it's all people with passion people who know the game who love the game who only want it changing for the better and mm. I, I think I'm right in thinking that Dortmund like that and um, Bayern Munich have said nah like, we, we don't want no part of it and, Portal turn it down um, like I said they're the football yeah, yeah, people yeah. who have been in the club and 
played through the well, club. All, all the all the German the... clubs just outright refused it straight away. Don't Correct. even ask us to be in it. Mm. Outright refused it. You know, and obviously so. a lot of the English teams are American owned, and you know it's like they say franchise. How, off how many of the six are uh, um, American owned? Arsenal, United, United Liverpool, Liverpool. Levy's uh, English, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Levy's Levy's yeah. English. Chelsea's, uh, is Chelsea still at Chelsea? Russia. Chelsea's Russian. Um, so like fifty percent of the English teams are American on. Here's like I said to you, the end coming out of the gym, and Martin, you made you alluded to the same same point um, on Sunday, and you know there is no club; it's just an owner, and an owner can do whatever he wants. It's yeah. a it's a it's almost like a communist state in a way. You know, it's a, it's a dictatorship. You know, the the owner is God, and the owner can do whatever the fuck they want. And the statistics that um, the the head of Juventus has say said, uh, the head of Real Madrid's coming out and saying young people don't watch football. Um, the Juventus uh, chairman says ten percent of football fans follow players now, and they don't even follow clubs anymore. And the fact that these are like the statistics that they're focusing on tells me everything I need to know about the goal of this. And it's not to, it's not about the people in the area where the clubs come from anymore. It's about getting as many people as possible to watch these games. No matter who you are, it's Americanized. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even. Be surprised if at some point in the future they took the word Manchester out of City just to make it they globally tried. appealable. Years ago, um, global like Manchester rather than just just United. Yeah, well, City. C- C- when City tried that, they tried to call themselves just City. Years ago, when they, when when Sinatra sold the club, that's what they looked at because they had the City Group. They tried to t- turn it to just City and make it like that. Mm. Um, and I think if you look at the time that like the announcement. Like it kind of swayed towards being announced in America because it was like primetime America, wasn't yeah, it? And it's like I've seen them half 11. That. It's like, so obviously, they didn't, unless it was just trying to do it under the radar and kind of up people over and going, Look, now that's big news we missed. Yeah. And crats on with a day. I think, sorry, was you going to do No, no, it was. I think people underestimate how passionate like Europeans are about football, not fo- just football fans because South America is just as much, if not more, passionate yeah, about, about mm-hmm. their sports. Like football fans are soccer if you're an American. Like, no offense, Americans, but you can support four teams simultaneously. You have a hockey team, a basketball team, um, an American football team, or a football team, and baseball. Right? You can have your four teams, and you can love them all equally. An English person, a European, or just any basically any football fan can't do that. You have your football team, and anything else is just just a side thing. You know what I mean? Like if something terrible, if, if City went into liquidation now, I would never support another club for the rest of my life. I'd pick clubs to follow, but I'd never support them. And I've ne- there's never been a like there'll never be another club where I chose that club to support because my nana was a Manchester City fan. You know what I mean? Like mm. an American can uh, fucking Raiders move into town. You you live in Vegas. Raiders move right sick. I'm a Va- I'm a I'm a Raiders fan now. Turn up to the games. Woo! Raiders go like we can't do that. It's mad because James Corden he he's said something pretty decent. Uh, yeah, I heard about. I've yeah, not seen it, but so I heard and, about and it. He, he said some. He, he pretty much broke it down to Americans as the difference between a franchise. And a club, and and what you what you bred into as 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 a young English British person or European or whatever. These clubs are like I said before; they're created by people mm. for people. The, the problem is, and this is and this is the way it would always go because money talks. Is that the people you need money to fund a. a a business a company a team whatever it is you need it even even at the level that i play football at there needs to be some form of revenue going into the club in order for the club to survive if it doesn't we've we've talked about it today the club folds Mm -hmm. and then you get so like southampton well-run club i like the way that i like the way they run then you get somebody like 
Manchester City's owners will come in, they will buy the club because they've got money. They just want a project. They want something to play with. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so that's how billionaires play FIFA. They just buy actual <laughs> teams, pretty much. And and then that, and and then they've come in and done that. I mean, and from that point, then it's just how can we make this club bigger? How can I make maybe not this club? How can I make my um, my what baby, like. my baby? How can I make yeah. my my baby better than everybody else's? This is my plaything. This is my puppy. And I want to make it bigger than everybody else, and it and it and it will do. The bigger the club gets, the bigger the stage that they're on, the less the less it's, the less it's going to matter about homegrown because the revenue that they generate to pay the players' wages won't no is 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 isn't enough anymore. And, it, and obviously, you have to make so much money before you can start buying players, which is why City sold the the, the naming rights to the stadium for like three hundred million. Well, everybody started doing it, didn't it's they? Unheard of. Like, People were like three hundred million. To name the stadium, are you ever going to generate that money back? That's ridiculous. Is, um, oh, okay, yeah, that's why they did it. Like, but I do think obviously they need to do something with the wage because you look in China, like everyone was going there 300, 400, 500 grand a week. Seriously? Teams were having cap it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and China's everyone went, kicked off about that. And, yeah. yeah, and China's gone like they can't sustain it, so they've gone right after these contracts or this time now. We're not doing it. Now. Yeah, so I think obviously business people will be able to shut me down, but there's got to be something in place where they kind of go right. You can make a maximum of X amount per week. That's your wage. When you start performing, if you score goals, if you do this and you help the team score goals to generate, like Aubameyang's on 350 grand a week and he's scored barely 10 goals this season. Like if he was on X amount and he was scoring and he was and he got goal bonuses or he got, uh, the, the, you know, the team got royalties of the position that they finished, then it would make the teams work hard. It would make the, the, the teams battle more. It would make the games more interesting because they know, even though they're going to get a good wage, they still got to do X, Y, and Z. To get to that three hundred and fifty grand a week wage, the the issue the issue is, um, is the, the 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 big issue is there is Aubameyang sells shirts, yeah, and, yeah, and that makes the club money, and th- that's why they buy big players and big mm, names yeah. go to big clubs. Is they will they will yeah they will give him three hundred and fifty grand a week because they'll make it they'll make it back in his shirt sales and then some, mm. and it's it's they're it, it just outreaching more people that love Aubameyang that are just going to look at Arsenal. Look at look at City now. Like you go to you go to the Etihad, you go and sit in the ground. So it's full of it's a tourist attraction. Mm, yeah, that's all it is. It's, it, and that's why as well. Like, because that was a point I was talking to before with my friend on the phone. Like, as an Arsenal fan, I only ever go to away games. I've never been to the Emirates, but I've been to Old Trafford in the home end, and I've been to the Etihad in the home end, and I've been to away games. And it's the away games where are the best games to be at because that's the most passionate fans. Like, like say you go to Old Trafford, it's full of tourists and it's full of People just go in there just to experience it. Etihad's the same now, um, and and, and that, then you get the away, you get the away end, and they're singing and they're going out like, and they're they're the ones that make the games. So like fucking hell! I remember when I went to Napoli with you, Sean. I went to what game did I go with you? Tevez kept slipping on his ass. Oh, I can't remember. Um, was it? It, was, it, it might have been Europa League, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was um, Schalke. Schalke, yeah. and like their fans. the yeah, and like the away fans, the banging, the chanting, the singing. Um, I mean, but you get that in England, like little teams like Portsmouth. Portsmouth have got one of the best fan bases and they're only a small team. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think if you go to a Super League, you're going to miss all this passion from the away fans across across England. And I think I think that there's, there's a small percentage of that. Like that, it's the nail on the head for me, really, is when you go to an away game, the atmosphere in that away end is unreal. Mm-hmm. When you go to a home stadium, it's dead. It's because passion... Real passionate fans. There's only a small, small percentage that exists now. 
There is. Yeah. Most people are armchair supporters. Fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these big businesses and these big companies are catering to that individual. They're not catering to the the, the passionate fan who's got the badge tattooed on the sli- on the on the shirt, who's going to witness uh, that goes to every game, that's been to every game and not missed a game for thirty years. There's 4% of the club's fans is that now. Like, Yeah, but those are the fans that are buying every football shirt. They're buying the home kit, their away kit, the third kit. But, but so so is the kid uh, in Bangladesh and so is the kid in America and so is the kid in Spain. And like, how many tops have you got from different clubs? We've got a few now. That's what I mean. Like, the, it doesn't matter. Like, it, and, and that's, that's why we get so mad as football fans is because it's not a club by the fans for the fans anymore. It's a business. That's what it is. It's a business or a plaything to a billionaire. That's what it is. And and even though it might be a plaything for them, they want to make money off it. They want to make profit. And that's what they're looking at. They're looking at. And this isn't me agreeing with it. Like, I like the idea of a Super League. I do. And not in that context of the context that they've built it. I just like the idea from a kid from when I was young. I'd love to watch. Not City, because I never thought City would be in that bracket when I was a kid. But I'd love to have watched AC Milan play... Real Madrid, then play Bayern Munich, then play and and really see who the best. Because did we say this the other day? There's no, there's no big test than winning a league. There's no big, there's no bigger test than winning a league. Win a cup, you can be lucky, you can win in penalties or whatever. But in a league, you've got to be consistently good from game one all the way through. You can have patches where you're not great, but in hindsight, you've got to be consistent. Like what is it now in Premier League? You've got to, if you lose four, you're not winning the league. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I, I like a test of who's the best in that selection of teams that I, season in in the league. But that's what I'm saying is, if we use the Premier League as an example, if City go ten games unbeaten, win the season by only losing one game, they've earned that. They've they've won that and they've earned the right to win that league and become the champions of that league. Yeah, and that's that's all. When I was a kid, that's what I wanted to see. I always used to talk about who is actually the best club in who's the best club in Europe, who's the best club in the world, and that's a league would, would show me that. So as a kid and me being a young lad, always wanting to see that, hearing that, my first instinct was, sounds all right. When you listen to, when you dig into the detail and you see what they're trying to do, break away and it be a standalone league because like you said, your wafer don't want that. Then that's not good because there's got to be some form of tier system or whatever. I'm not, because I like the MLS, I'm not really that fussed on promotion and relegation, if I'm honest. I'm not, uh, I used to buzz off it when I was a City fan and we used to go down and come back up and go down. It, it but now was, we're on top, you couldn't give two shits about it. It, it, was, it, was, it was exciting. Because now we're it at the top, exciting. like, until like the, until we have our turn back in the guts of the leagues again, in which case you'd be like, oh no, bring back... Not really, not really. You, you, you're mixing my words a little bit. <laughs> not really, it's, not really. I'm just saying that when I was in that, I enjoyed it, but... But what about the fans that are in it now? Yeah, they're still going to be in it. I don't, I, don't, I don't see why is that going to go away. Because like the big thing of being in the Premier League is being like, say, is is play is going to the Premier League's still going to be there. Don't forget the Premier League's still and and real, really, do we really think it's going to happen? No, it's not. So this is all hindsight. Even though they're grafting to get that going, and the the UA a UA for us are putting a foot down to stop it. It's not going to happen. It's not. It's not. We all we all know it's not going to happen. Whether you, I I believe it won't. I really do believe it won't. It won't happen. So. Here's what I it's, think. It's 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 something, and I, and what I tell you what else I don't think. Sorry for cutting in. Is I don't think that they'll um, I don't think they'll they'll banish 
the big teams down to the bottom leagues. I don't think they'll give them points deductions. I don't think they'll give them fines. I just think they'll be happy that they stay in the league because money talks and the Premier League need them six clubs just as much as them six clubs mm. need them leagues or need the other league or need whatever, the Champions League. Nothing will happen. I also don't think it'll go ahead. And I think it's a, a sort of a testament to fan power. And what I hope comes out of this is all these all these clubs have all saw the money, they've all took it and they've underestimated fan power. They've seriously underestimated fan power. And you look across Twitter, you look across Instagram, social media platforms, all fans of rival clubs have all come together because they detest the idea of a Super League. There's going to be protests kicking off. If they don't announce it in the next couple of days that they're completely U-turning on this, there is going to be protests. There's going to be all people who are going to be just throwing the hat in the ring now. Fuck it. Smaller clubs will benefit from it, and rightly so. And if I was UEFA, as a fuck you to the Super League people, I'd take the exact same format and go, this is the new Champions League. What, and give them the... Just what? do just do the league format that people are craving. If there's so much if there's so much hunger for it and they think this could save football, if I was UEFA I'd go, yeah, sound the new the new uh, you you qualify for the Champions League, you now go into but, a similar kind of league format. Mate, that that's a that's a, just a mint topic to talk about. If the Champions League was the champions of every league. So you win your league, you go in another league. <laughs> you just play in that league to win that. But you still play in your domestic yeah, league yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. That'd be perfect. Perfect. Call it the Super League. Call it what you want. It's called the new. Keep it. The Champions, Champions League. League yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you rename it, then you sort of, you sort of, you throw the history of it in the bin. Like I want, I want Slitter to win the same trophy that United have won, and I want at some point in the future win it just as much, if not more, than them. And I want to win the same trophy that Inter Milan have won and AC Milan have. Have AC Milan won that? I'm sure they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Champions League also, yeah. but it wasn't called Real the Champions Madrid. League years ago. It's called the European Cup. Yeah, they've ch- they, they change the name of them all the time. But the, I get what I 100 percent get what you're saying, and yeah. I'm, for, I'm for that, definitely for that, because that would. Well, the Champions League have got, I've got. They could be onto something. They could go right. Let's do it like that then. Let's make it the Champions League. Let's play, let them play in a league. I mean, how, how many games do you play if you get from the from the first from the qualifying stages all the way to the final game? You're looking at more than twenty games. Yeah, it's got a few twenty games. If yeah. you start like when people play pre-season, yeah. you start your qualifiers. How, how many how many countries can enter the Champions League? But like. As well, like, how many teams actually deserve to be there? Because that's what I mean. This is Arsenal, what I like, mean about in the Super League. It. Arsenal don't deserve to be there. They've been in Champions League for years. You know, City. You know, if you take the money away, they don't deserve. They've got oh, no history. I, th- in I Europe. thought you meant who deserve to be in the Champions League. No, sorry. no, the, the, the yeah, Super League. Like, Super Arsenal league. don't. Tottenham won a what a League Cup. City. You know, so before the money. Since two thousand eight, yeah, they've kicked ass. But before that, they don't. I mean, you know, right? Well, you got history, Liverpool, United, Chelsea don't belong in there. No. Like how many teams? So the two Milan clubs are in there, right? Uh, two of the Spanish. Madrid clubs. and Barca, United, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. And then you got teams like Ajax, well, actually Bayern Munich. Obviously no. not as good as uh, but they've got more history, don't they? Yeah, yeah, more historical. Mm-hmm. Like you look at that, more like, European. Well, European. And again, like you said, brand brand perfect. Mm-hmm. They, they did struggle at one couple of years old, didn't they? What uh, Ajax? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. with money in that? Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, Overall, their thing's been they'll build up players and obviously like the big the big teams poaching, yeah. but yeah, they, they, um, they, they, they've got an unreal system. Burkamp's there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got like an unreal system. And, again, yeah, players I, running it again. Yeah. Like I, players I, from the top. Cruyff was there. I, I do I do think that I, I they should just strip the Champions League, keep keep the Premier League, strip the Champions League back to. I mean, I've changed my mind a million times, probably a million times on this podcast. To be fair, but like just off what we were saying just there. If you had the Champions League and it was just the champions, like that, that's something that I like. I mm. like the fact that it's it, the Champions League was you win the league, you play against the other champions, and then the winner of the Champions League 
plays the winner of the Copa Libertadores, which then tells you the best club in the world is mm. pretty much do it like that and, and have it like I was I was trying to calculate in my head while I was chatting then like how many other clubs there is in yeah. it how many other countries there is considered as top countries. The the winner of each one of those countries goes into the Champions League to play. There you go. That that's because it could even involve um, South America and that North America, all America. Because like, if you wanted to, yeah. even domestically, I know that'd be great. Because of money, it probably won't happen. A World but Champions Cup. <laughs> I used to love it when you could miss out on the top four, but you know, winning the FA Cup would get you into would get you that fourth spot of the league. Yeah. Um, Dude, what you liked that? Yeah, I loved that. Did you? And I, 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 I brought I, a passion for it. Like, the FA Cup's gone dead. I mean, I still like yeah. it, but overall, it's, it's See, gone dead. This is, I think that that was why the the Cup Winners' Cup was better. Because you win the FA Cup, you win the League Cup, you're in Europe mm. in the Cup Winners' Cup, mm. and I love that. Like I feel like the, the Europa League, there's too many, there's, there's too many leagues, <laughs> there's too yeah. many league games played. There's Group A to Group J or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And also, uh, it's the whole fucking the, the you go in this pot. No one understands it. People pretend yeah, that, well, we're in pots. Like, oh no, we're not. Um, how do you qualify for this? And then the guys get pure confused when they're dishing out the balls and they're spinning around. It's yeah. like let's just have something we can all just get on board. <laughs> well, the Champions yeah. League now they do it different, don't they? So it's like the top four. So it used to be, obviously... Yeah. They, they separated the all the out. best clubs, didn't they? Yeah. So I think that's better now, though, because then I think it could be more Super League. So now there's potential for... If Real Madrid win the league, United finish second. They could play in the same Bayern league. Munich finish third for whatever reason. You could have them three Madrid, now, United, but yeah. That's better. In group of death. Because they, they did for, for ages. They did. They had Group A, Group B, Group C, Group D. And then they had Pot A, Pot B, Pot F, Pot G. And it was like, right, so City and United can't play each other in, in the first stage because they're both from England. So they can't go in pot in Group yeah. A. And City can't play Real Madrid because City and Real Madrid both are, are, are good clubs. So we can't make them play each other. That made it super difficult for a... Remember when Porto won it? Yeah, yeah. When nobody expected them to win it. That that's that doing it that way makes it ridiculous for a team a team like I don't know, clutch to, yeah. to win the Champions League. They've won their league. They've just been put in a group with Liverpool, Real Madrid, and and Bayer Leverkusen. You ain't, you ain't getting out of that. No, you you basically there just for the, just just for a payday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We ain't gonna win, but we want all these big ass televised games. Yeah. So get them in there. Yeah, is that, that That's it. Yeah, and but I think that like you said, if if they just just simplify the Champions League because like the, the, the old <laughs> yeah. format, yeah, Leicester would have won the league and probably been in pot three. But yeah, then the yeah, way yeah, it turned yeah. out, and then they they was in the top seats. So like, all right, they've got like the look at the drawing to deserve it because they won the league. Yeah. Then they finish. Then they play second in the group in the next one if they win the group. And then you know they got themselves to the quarterfinals. Like, Leicester was in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Yeah, crazy. Isn't it? City was still in a shit pot so for a while. It's just like because although we'd been winning the league, it was like that yeah, was because you, they used to do it on history and yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, a point yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. But then he flips that. And so then you was always like the way to do it now. Group. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's better the way to do it now. But yeah, yeah, and, and we've not even talked about this like a, a Super League. Being a, a European Super League being created, what does that do to EA Sports? <laughs> FIFA, mm. like, oh, yeah. FIFA's finished. Like, because you wouldn't have your, your clubs, you'd have Man Red and Man Blue in there. Konami and Robin Lorenz. Konami will be on it. We'll bring you out. Stratford Reds, fucking. Re- would not even Ru- be on it? Because they just, they just wouldn't exist. So it'd just be like West Ham Leicester. <laughs> like, yeah. It won't be anybody else. That's what it'd be. Football manager would be shit. Trying to win the league, you got the like, yeah, all these games are killed out because these super leagues is what me and you used to play in Pro Evolution. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I think that I think that is why I I entertain it's it Master League, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. That, that's I think that's why I entertain the thought when it first got said, and we was all, us three was all sat together, and and I was like, yeah, I like the sound of that because as a kid, like I got giddy for that, yeah. like the fact that when you when you played Pro Evo and you could make the Masters League and you'd have 
Juventus, mm. all in the same group. I post off it as a kid. I, it's I a well better it. name than Super League as well. Masters, Masters League. League. Yeah, it was unreal, and and it was just proper good. Castolo up front. And yeah, and I th- and I think that's I think that's the reason why I'm like, mm. but when you probably when you dig into the detail of it, like they're not gonna they're not gonna do it to the best of everybody's interests, are they? No, they're no, just gonna they're just gonna go financially, just gonna go away and do it do it standalone. But I think that it's not just them. UEFA play a part of that like you said the UEFA are going to say nah we want to own it we yeah. don't want you to have that we ain't sharing it yeah we ain't sharing it we don't we don't and so it's they're never going to come to they're never going to come to an agreement and it but it, like we said it, it's not going to happen do you I don't honestly believe I personally like, don't no, think I, don't. I, I think there's been there isn't a product I can think of because football is a product now there isn't a product I can think of that can survive with this amount of backlash well, I, I, I don't even think it would have worked without with no backlash I think they would have they would have sat in a room they were, after the season's finished. They would have talked about how they could make it work, and I don't think it would have worked. These numbers being thrown around like clubs can be earning up to three billion by going in, but I, I think you can't that, spend it on players. Like for these discussions to have took place and for clubs to have made their statement and announcement means they've seriously gone into this with full expectation that they can still play in the domestic leagues. Well, they talked about it years ago, but I think it was FIFA that that mentioned it. Like a league for all the best clubs in the world to play to, to play against to play in and against each other. I can't believe the clubs haven't even made a statement to follow up with. A lot of the players have come out against it, which I'm surprised at. I thought they've all been told to shut them out. I, I feel like media's made them do that though. Do you reckon? Yeah, mate, there'll be players in that changing room. They'll be like, listen, mate, I'm I'm not bothered. I'll, I'll stick with this team. Do that. I, I, don't, I don't think Paul Scholes, one of England's best ever football players, um, in, in his generation, wasn't asked about playing for England. Want asked, like so to to banish somebody from playing international football? Do you think half of them will be asked? Nah, they won't I think, be. I don't think that's a punishment. Rashford um, spoke out about it on Instagram. Uh, Bruno Fernandez spoke out about it. James Milne spoke out about it on TV last night. So there are, there is obviously you know there are going to be some players and we can't determine how many are going to yeah. give a shit and how many aren't. Do you think we Pogba will be bothered? No, nah, what he thought. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I mean. There's so many Pogba, Neymar, so many that will just be like. Psh. Mate, yeah, go on then. <laughs> I'll have a bit of that, but then there'll be players that will be against it. I, I feel, I do feel like it's a bit like what just watching. I know Sky will be against it because they've got they've got a lot to lose. Uh, but I just think the way the way the way Gary Neville was banging this drum about everybody get together and everybody. Did, I, mean, I, I didn't see him go on that bad about about racism. Like mm. that that blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, that blew my mind. That he's so passionate. Because he's got a lot to lose. Because he he created he, he owned Salford Football Club so that they could get into the Premier League and he could reap the benefits from it. Because they're they run just as worse as as Chelsea, by the way. Mm, uh, for Salford. that level, yeah. Like they, they, the money that the money that they spend on agent fees is higher than some wage bills at clubs at League Two. Like, that's ridiculous. It's not even mm. player fees. Do you know what I mean? So for for him to get on his high horse and and annihilate everybody that thinks that this is a half a good idea or not or then tells Jurgen Klopp that his club shouldn't sing you'll never walk alone like that doesn't sit right yeah like sorry go on no I was gonna say like you could easily get someone like Gary Neville put him in a corner and say what's worse Manchester United playing in a different league to the Premier League or widespread racism go and they go well obviously racism's worse than a football team playing in a different (laughs) league but but 
And you go, well, why haven't you been outraged by that? Because racism exists. We know it exists. It's on display all the time. It pops up all over the gaff. Some fucking some fucking fan in the crowd does some minging live on TV and you can clearly see that it, like, it exists everywhere yeah. and all the Sky makes statements and all the players take a knee now to kick racism out of the game. It's not doing anything. No. Like It's just kneeling. Like no. That's it, what Patrick Bamford said as well yesterday is, after is, the game. Yeah, this is the maddest thing is that the, the, they're telling... The, the, yesterday on Sky on on Monday Night Football, he was telling people to stand and boycott the club, leave the club that don't don't play for the club that you support. Pretty much, so walk away, mate. You, if a player walks off the pitch because he was being racially abused, they get fined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, serious. Like that blows my mind more than anything. Like how is how is this a bigger issue than racism, murder? Like he, he's made it a massive. Big massive protest, protest, and a project to get everybody behind. Let's boycott social media, but now jump on social media and use it as a platform to say that we don't like this. And plus, as well, like with Gary Neville, even though I was agree what you're saying about the the, the Super League, he's a hypocrite. Like yeah. he's gone on about give managers time, give managers time, and then yeah, a month later, after Richie Wellens has been in charge for been about been. three months, he just won the cup, and a week after that, he's chinned him off and he sacked him. He's like. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, when guys just like go on a bit yeah. hypocritical, I can't kind of. Well, we said earlier on in the podcast, we said um, Sky Sports have a horse in the race, so you mm. can't take what they say and no. get your opinion from it. No. And almost any English football fan get their their opinions from Sky. That, that's that's our main <laughs> source of information, isn't it? It's yeah. just you know you're being fed the same thing. You're in an echo chamber where you're not hearing the other side of the argument. Mm. And I don't care what it is. I always say to people. Whenever you're getting passionate about something, you need to hear the other side. Mate, uh, do you know what's crazy is uh, that's what I, that's what I've been trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Like with, with especially with this um, Super League thing, I've been like, they've not really had any statements to make, so you can't really see the other side at this moment in time. Um, but yeah, there's nothing. There's no there's no website to go to to read any information. There's no, nothing for you. All to the get. info I'm getting is from third parties. Yeah, but the the, the yeah, but the just like you said, the best way the the, the best way for you to make your decision is hear all sides of it and then go all right i'll make my judgment based off that like if you're gonna sit and listen to sky sports they're just gonna tell you what to think what to do how to say because that that's what they need i've noticed on their um, instagram feed today every time a player says something negative about the super league bang it's getting shared straight away and people are commenting on you know so i mean obviously i'm still i'm still against it but i'm all for anybody just just taking the middle of the road and going out in two directions yeah. rather than just jumping on because everybody else is going stop the Super League you know you can't just jump in that camp straight away because it's the popular thing to do I say it with everything if it's a yeah. conspiracy theory if it's a, a, a political yeah. idea if someone's uh, if there's a famous case that's on t- like the whole Chauvin thing uh, Derek Chauvin uh, who, who put his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck and stuff it's just like just because everybody is unanimously one thing you have to look at it from from yeah, both yeah. ways you know what I mean and, and, and that's how that's, that's what smart people do and that's what people should do with this as well Mm. And like you say, I want to look at it from both sides, but <laughs> there's only seems to be one flow of traffic at the minute. I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no website to go to. And, there's no real statements to yeah, read. And, it, and it's and it's hard as well because like when you get information first hand, you get passionate about it. So if you instantly don't like it, you're instantly going to have an opinion that you don't like it before you digest any information from anywhere. And that's kind of what happened in the first couple of days. Um, and then, like you said, media just get involved and they just force their their way onto people and then people are like lemons they just they just follow it mm-hmm. they don't take they don't gather any information they don't look at it they don't look that might be an idea that might be a good idea that might not they, they don't do that they just go yeah pff, yeah that guy said it who's my favorite pundit 
So I'm on what I'm all about what he's got to be saying. And I do think um the guys who are in charge of the Super League as well, obviously this is Pony and like their plan A isn't gonna be, Oh yeah, we want to please everybody. So obviously there's probably gonna be back and forth and they'll be like, Okay, well, you know, we'll give this and we'll and they're gonna try and adapt it and you know, find some sort of level ground in negotiations. I don't think they yeah, will. Because I think it's like, it's like it's good, it's negotiation is like this is their plan A, so this is what they want. Yeah. They know full well that Th- that's not that's gonna it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cause some shit and you know they're gonna come back and then you know it's like you know you never give you never say to a you know if you're gonna make an offer for yeah. Someone that was on fucking Ailes Free, you're not going to go, yo, I'll give you £200 for that. You're going to go, I'll give you £100 for that. And then they'll go, no, nah, <laughs> 180. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously going to be back and forth. I'm, so imagine, if, sure. imagine if it was all just a, a, a big ploy just to get a Masters League. <laughs> imagine <laughs> if that was what yeah. it was. Like they, they went in like, we want all this. Like you say, they've asked for a million, but in actual fact, you know, you, you really want half a million on the deal. <laughs> so you're going big and then you come out of it short. Actually, let's just make the Champions yeah. League the Masters League and yeah. do it like that. Yeah. All right, sweet. We'll do that then. All right, we'll 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 let it go. We'll, do, <laughs> just, we'll just get all the teams, promise them three billion each yeah. and we'll just take them all and then what we'll come out with is what we really wanted it, in the it, first it's, place. It's mad, yeah, because it, it's it's the same both ways as well because you wait for a like, we're going to ban them. No players playing that can ever play in anything ever again. The clubs are going to get put down to this, this. And they're doing exactly the same. We'll go with the biggest extremes of discipline that we can yeah, give yeah, you. That's it, yeah, in, in, or, in order for you to be like, well, shit, yeah. let's not do that then. And then they'll meet at some common ground and go, yeah, sweet. Champions League, 26 teams. Masters League, yeah, happy days. Let's do that. It's Kevin and Keegan all over again. I'll tell you what, Super League, <laughs> I would love it if they fell flat on their face because you've got to start up a new league and you've got to get something. Is it is 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 a good one. If if it does happen, and we all we all agree, don't we? We know it's not mm, going to happen. If it does happen, would you continue to support your club in that competition? Yeah, because I couldn't support nobody That's else. It, I'm a I'm a, I'm a City fan. <laughs> I've supported City all my life. I'd, of course, I would support them in it. Yeah, I would. Mm. I'm always going to support City, but I don't know if I'm not going to pay any money to watch it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Re- I'm not gonna start any new subscriptions. You know, who knows? Who knows what's even gonna be available? And is it gonna be their own streaming service? Probably will. Would be because that's what La Liga TV did, and they've made they've they've supported their league loads through that. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they broke away from selling their TV rights to um, Sky Sports to BT and stuff like that, and then they just made La Liga TV, and that they've been able to funnel that into clubs because like the Liga was one of the worst ones for it. All the clubs was getting back going bankrupt and going bust. Uh, they only had two tiers. The rest of the tiers were all amateur football, semi-pro football, uh, but through doing La Liga TV and Santander, they've managed to yeah. manage to even stuff out, which has been pretty good. But there we go, we've run it on, and I'm absolutely dying for a piss. I'm going <laughs> in <seat> right now. Hour <laughs> um, fifteen, call it. Yep, yep. We hope you've enjoyed the rant this evening or morning, depends on if you listen to podcasts. Um, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. Make sure you're hitting those reviews, five star review on um, on Apple on Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind. And until the next one, my friends, peace. We talk so much sense, it just can't be described. If you love what you hear, you should like and subscribe. You can pray all night to your podcast gods, but it'll never give you better than the junk line pod. We talk so much sense, it just can't be described. If you love what you hear, you should like and subscribe. You can pray all night to your podcast gods, but it'll never give you better than the junk line pod.